Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. I hope you all are having a blessed morning so far. Let's get started. Word of prayer, and then we get on with our devotional. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Father God, we ask you right now to come into this room. Help us to understand what you want us to to get and apply to our lives. Father God, help us to understand your word, whether we're reading the devotional or reading our word. Father God, whether someone's listening to it or reading it, Father God, bless them. Help us to understand what you want us to to understand, Father God. Help us to apply it to our life daily, Father God. Help us to be good stewards of your word and help us uh, throughout our day. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Okay, key verses, Psalm 77, 10 through 11. And I said, this is my faith. The most high has turned his hand against me, but then I recall all you have done. Oh Lord, I remember your wonderful deeds of long ago. Topic, recalling moments of God's grace. Affirmation, I'm the same and pause by each one to give you opportunity to say it if you like. I am content. I'm thinking about his deeds. I'm fully invested in God. I'm not worried. I'm walking in him. Some of the time when we are going through or we are needing a prayer answer, we immediately think, oh, God must be mad at me or, oh, he doesn't love me or, oh, where has he gone to? David shows it right here that he recalled every wonderful deed that God has done in his life. He recalls the miracles of forgiveness that has that was given to him. He recalls all the times that God showed up. He recalls all of them. That's some of the problem today. We forget what he has done. We forget the protection he has given us. We forget what he brought us through. We forget the healing in the impossible moments only God can do because we only think about the here and now. Verse 12, so if they are constantly in my thoughts, I cannot stop thinking about your mighty works. Now that he remembers, he doesn't let it slip his mind. He places his mind on the times God did give him what he asked for. He keeps his mind on the times that God kept his promises. We must do the same. God isn't going to give us everything we ask for. He isn't going to give us things that's out of his will. And when those moments come that he doesn't give to us in our way, remember what he did constantly, be, be grateful and show gratitude for everything. We don't need God We don't need God always to give us financial relief. Sometimes what we need is relief from the things we don't want to change. I would rather have a thousand peaceful days and nights with my God versus a thousand dollars that will be here now and gone the next two minutes. Sometimes we must understand he wants to mold us before he gives us something. Sometimes God wants to do away with the bad before he gives us something. Sometimes God wants to get rid of the addiction before he blesses us. If we he continue to bless us in our mess. How will we ever leave the spot? How will we ever say, maybe I need to let go of this so I may get more of him? Growth is learning when to let go. Growth is learning when we say, I can't live in my sin. I need him. Psalm 78 and 11 says, they forget his works and his wonders that he has shown them. Did, did we forget how grateful are we for what he has done? Gratitude shows Gratitude starts with us being whatever we are with God and thanking him that we are there. It's being grateful before beyond what we see is knowing that if this is our journey, I'm grateful because he saved me. I know he loves me. I know he will fix it. I know he's going to deliver. Every time the Israelites got captured, they immediately knew who to call on. The world when the world when they are going through is quick to go to God or go to church because they know God will bless them. They know God will keep them, but they don't desire the other side of being a child of God. Psalms 111 and 4 says, 
He has caused his wondrous works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and merciful. I want to draw your attention to the last part of this verse. It says the Lord is gracious, merciful. No matter what you think of God in your circumstances, you must never forget that he is gracious. He is merciful. He looks over our sins and extends grace. He extends mercy. He extends love. Don't fret if you're not where you need to be or doing what you want. God has a plan. He can't forget his ways while we are on our journey. Today, we learned that we must remember his ways. We must love him for who he is not, for who he is, not for what he gives us. In order to be grateful, we learn we, we just keep our mind on him and his promises. We forget that our life is going in a circle that he watches. He hears our thoughts. He sees our true ways and true selves. He knows when we are faking it and when we are truly want to be only his and that he doesn't have to share us with the world. God loves us. Remember that gratefulness is something we can't fake. Gratefulness comes when we know without a shadow of doubt that moment we had in our life that he brought us through. God knows what we need and he knows what we want. Allow God to be God and you be his prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for life, health, and strength. Lord, forgive us if we don't do anything that's not of you. Forgive us if we haven't been grateful. Lord, help us to be more Christ-focused than flesh material, than material focus. Please help us to be grounded in our word and grounded in you. Father, we need you so much in our lives, not just for financial stability, but for mental and physical needs. Lord, we need you as our father to guide us. Lord, we are sorry if we have been stubborn. We are sorry if we're not where we should be. We praise you for everything. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. The topic is recalling moments of God's grace. As I was... um, reading this stuff. I have references, but the Holy Spirit asked me to go to a certain part of the Bible. Um, Let me make sure this is it, because we must be obedient. Um, Let me make sure. Okay. I already got um, chapter, but we're going to talk about this for just a minute. And then we'll get on to that. Recalling moments of God's grace. It has been periods in all of our life that we can actually say God has been grateful to us. God has been giving us and giving us and giving us. And sometimes we haven't been walking in the light and he gives us because it says in the word that he reigns on the just as he does on the unjust. And I believe he blesses the, 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 the sinful in the the, the I guess you could say Christians or followers of him. He blesses us all. But it's in those moments that he don't bless us, that he don't give us what we want. Is Do we sit there and we complain? Do we grumble? Do we say, oh, poor, poor me. Oh, woe is me. I don't have what I want. This didn't go my way. So I dislike God. I don't, I don't want to talk to God today. Do we do that or do we say, okay, even though he didn't bless me, even though he didn't give to me, even though my pockets are light and bills are coming in, my car need gas, my children are sick, my hip hurt. I know God loves me. I know he'll take care of me. Do we say that? No, some of us still grumble and complain. Why? Because it's easier to grumble and complain than versus giving praise to God. Sometimes because we don't have is maybe because of our own actions. 
everyone constantly want to blame God for things, constantly want to say, oh, I don't have because God didn't give. No, maybe it's because you didn't go to work last week. Maybe because you stayed home and played video games. It had nothing to do with God. You didn't do work enough to get a paycheck. So you expect God to fill those needs. And not saying he can't, but you got to look at what, what did you do? Sometimes the problem is the, 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 the place and journey that we are in life right now is because when we didn't seek the will of God, we talked about this yesterday. Second, we grumble, complain. We don't look at where we were before we got here. And three, we grumble so much that we don't even see the blessings because what people like to do, they like to measure things. If everybody say size don't matter, size do matter. If I gave Sally Sue a pot of uh, beans and it was just a small pot, I gave Bob an accounting a bigger pot, Sally Sue would be mad at Bob because Bob got a bigger pot. Why? Because size matters. So some of us look at what God blesses. He woke us up this morning. Oh, th that's what he's supposed to do. No, we don't deserve what we get, but he gives to us. Do you see what I'm saying, people of God? We got to stop complaining and looking at what size of a blessing that God gives us. Oh, Bob from accounting got a, a new Land Rover. Maybe I should be mad at him because he got a new Land Rover. And I got a Honda. Why do I get a Honda? He get a Land Rover. Maybe, maybe Bob from accounting prayed for it. Maybe Bob from accounting been praying for it for three years. When did you start praying for your 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 car? We got to start looking at what do we do in the factors of this. Yes, our life is given. Our life belongs to God, but we got to also look at what do we do is a cause and effect. When we sin, there's there's punishment, but there's grace, but you get punished. When you sin, there's a, it's a divide between you and God. It's a cause and effect. When praises go up, blessings come down. That's a true statement. That's just not a song that people sing. It's a true thing. I've seen it myself. I've seen people that had little to nothing. And when they praise God, and when they get in a prayer God closet and they pray and they, they walk by faith and not by sight, they don't look at what they're driving. They don't look at what they lived in. And they stay focused on God. God delivered them and gave them something bigger and better. We got to stop being so ungrateful and complaining. This world is so much of a platform where people get on their soapbox and they complain, they complain, they complain, but they don't look at what they get. They don't look at what God do. They're too busy looking at what he didn't do. Why? What didn't you do? Did you pray? Did you read your word? Did you stay away from the sin that he told you to stay away from? Did you ask him what his will is in your life? Are you walking in his will? Because I bet nine times out of ten, if you look over your life, you've done something that's holding up your blessing. Because when God says that, that the sin is empathy against God, it's a true thing. When you're walking in the flesh, you are not walking in the light. So you're walking in the opposite direction from God. You are pulling yourself away from the light of the Lord. So how long were you going to crumble and complain? How long were you not going to get on your knees and pray? How long were you going to look at everyone else and shake your finger and not shake your finger at yourself? How long? We must start being grateful. We got to stop complaining. We got to stop complaining and be grateful. Because when we are grateful, there starts growth.
there starts healing. It relieves us of bitterness. It relieves us of anger. Let's go to the, the chapter that he was telling me to go to. Um, let's go to Exodus 16. If you don't know where Exodus is, it's the second book in the Bible. We're going to go to verse 16, we're going to chapter 16. We're going to go to verse 2. I'm in the LLT once again. Okay. There too, the whole community of Israel complained about Israel, about Moses and Aaron. If only the Lord had killed us back in Egypt, they moaned. There we would sit around post pots filled with meat and ate all the bread we wanted. But now you have brought us into the wilderness to starve, of, starve us all to death. Let's stop here. Sometime what happens is we start looking at the past and say, oh, when I was in the world, I was content. Oh, when I was in the world, my pocket was filled with cash. You want to know why? Because the devil was trying to keep you so happy that you didn't need to think that you need to depend on God. But honestly, you need to depend on God. But because you were so in love with the flesh, in love with the hunk of cash that you had and your cabinets were packed, that you didn't think, oh, I need God. So he kept you so happy. But what happened is some of us woke up. We woke up spiritually and we realized I'm just happy for a season. I'm just happy for a moment. Maybe I need to start relying on someone that's going to make me feel with joy. But back to them, what happened was they kept looking at Egypt, but they didn't think about it was in slavery. They they died at early ages because it was overworked. It was it was underfed. It was they was slaves. They didn't look at that. It was free spiritually and mentally and physically. They didn't look at that. They looked at what God wasn't doing. They didn't look at that. God just freed them. And so we look and we point our finger at them. Oh, the Israelites was a complaining generation. What do you think we are? We complain about so much. Let's go to verse three. No, let's go to verse four. Then the, then the Lord said to Moses, look, I'm going to, to rain down food from heaven for you. Each day the people can go out to pick up as much food as they need for today. I would test them in this to see whether or not they will follow my instructions. On the sixth day, they would gather food and they will prepare it where there will be twice as much as usual. Right there. The Lord said, okay, let me, let me, let me go ahead and give them what they want. Let me let me go ahead and do do what they want. Lord said, let me let me rain down uh, food from heaven for them. Uh, let, let me let me let, let's do this. Let's see if they're going to follow my instructions. The first set, set of instructions. Let's see if they follow my instructions on the sixth day. They will gather food and they will prepare it. There will be twice as much as usual. Twice as much as usual. Okay, let's go on to verse 6. So Moses and Aaron said to all the people of Israel, by evening you realize it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt. In the morning you will see the glory of the Lord because he has heard your complaints, which are against him, not against us. What have we done that you should complain about us? See, what the Israelites didn't realize was that when you complain uh, to someone, 
And this even go for church. When you sit there and you go against a man or woman of God, or even if you're not in church, you're just watching a pastor, and you go against a man or woman of God, you're not going against them. You're not sitting there. If they're if they're in the right standings, they're walking the light of the Lord, they're doing everything they have to do, and you're sitting there and you're putting your mouth on a pastor or a prophet or, or whoever's in position, you are not going against them. You are going against God. So you need to be careful who you complain against. Okay, so we're going to rush through this, blah, 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 blah. Verse eight, then Moses added, the Lord will give you meat to eat in the evening and bread to satisfy you in the morning. For it was heard all your complaints against him. We have done. What have we done? Yes, your complaints are against the Lord, not against us. So we're going to go and skim all the way down. We're going to go to verse 15. The Israelites were puzzled when they saw it. What is it? Dags. By, by this point, I'm rushing this because I want to get to some other points. By this point, God have rained manna from on high. And they're like, what is it? And it was puzzled. Moses told them, it's the food the Lord has given you to eat. These are the Lord's instructions. Each household should gather as much as they need. Pick up two quarts for each person in your tent. So the people did as they were told. Some gathered a lot, some a little. But when they measured out, everyone had just enough. Those who gather a lot had nothing left over, and those who gather only a little had enough. Each family just needed a little bit. See, they're complaining. God gave to them, and they still complain. They're like, what is this? This is not steak. This is not ribs. It's not crab legs. What is this? What is this stuff? Moses is like, this is food. They're like, no, it's not. What is this? This can't be food. Still complaining. Still complain after God gave to them, they still complain, and that's what God is trying to show the Holy Spirit is trying to show us. I give to you, you still complain. I give not, I don't give to you, still complain. When do the complaining stop? When do we find time to say thank you, God? When do we find the time to say, I am grateful? We come to God with all these complaints, we come to God with 10 complaints, but one thankful thing. Oh God, thank you for everything. But let me tell you what's happening. Bob and accounting starting again. God, let me tell you something. I don't have the right shoes on. I want better shoes. Oh, God, the bills are coming in. I'm not working right now, so I need you to handle this. All the complaints. When do we sit here and we say, God, I thank you for today. It's been such a rough day. God, I don't know what to do with Bob and accounting. He keeps bothering me. He's handling it for me. Give me words to say to Bob in the county. Or, God, the bills are coming in. I lost my job. I went to work every day. I don't know why they fired me, but can you help me with my bills? If you do, I'd be so grateful. Thank you. We have to learn how to go to the throne of God, humble. We have to learn to come to the God and come in God's presence as humble as we know how. That's why sometimes some people you hear them say when they pray, they feel the presence of God. And then you hear some people praying, they be like, I don't feel anything when I when I pray. It's because how do you go through to the throne of God? How do you talk to God when you go to his presence? Do you sit there and you complain over and over? Or do you sit there and you you sit in his presence and you allow him to speak? You allow him to feed you. And you just, no complaints, no list of things, no begging, 
just quiet. And then when you feel that moment that he wants you to speak, because you're feeling, Lord, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the things you've given me. What we have to understand is that building a relationship with Christ is done with no complaints. This road that we're walking on is done with no complaints. It is. It, it, God wants to hear what we have to say, but the continuous flow of complaints have to stop. It grieves him when he hears this complaint, 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 and no praise, no gratitude. Let's look at Luke 17, 18 through 19 real quick. We got like five more minutes or so. Still in the LOT, go to chapter 17, verse 18 and 19. Has no one returned to give glory to God except for for foreigner? And Jesus said to him, to the man, stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. See, in this story, it God healed ten, Jesus healed ten leopards. He told them to go and get yourself clean. You know, go into he says, go. Let's go look at 14. He said, look at them. And he said, look at them and said, go show yourself to the priest. And they went and were cleansed of their leprosy. One of them, when he saw that he was killed, came back to Jesus shouting, praise God. He fell to, his, he fell to the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he's done. This man was a Samaritan. How many of us got blessed, but do we come back and say thank you? When, when God bless our finances, do we come back and say thank you? Or do we wait till our pockets are low and say, well, God, I did thank you for that thousand that dollars you gave me, but I'm broke now again. Can you come help me again? He, Jesus said, didn't I heal ten men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And the, talking about the man because he's a Samaritan. And Jesus said to the men, stand, stand up and go. Your, your faith has healed you. How many people have Jesus blessed throughout the season? How many times has Jesus blessed you through this season? How many times have he pulled you out of the problems that you have? How many times have he showed up when you didn't think he was going to show up? How many times have he healed your body? How many times have he seen you through? How many times could you would have, you could have got hit by a car, but somehow or another you you don't know how it happened, but you you came out. How many times have we been hit by a car, came out? But how many times have you came back and praised him for those moments? How many times do you wake up in the morning and say, Thank you, God, for allowing me to see another day? That's why every time I pray, and someone might say, Well, she prays the same prayer, but it's it's from my heart. I say, God, I thank you for another day. I thank you for life, health, and strength. Because every day I couldn't make it without him. Every day we can't make it without him. Every day we need his strength. Every day we need his love. Every day we need his grace and mercy. And every day we need to thank him for it. Because this is one of the keys to building a relationship with God is being grateful. Yes, he wants to hear us talk. Yes, he wants us to hear us complain about what we have, but what what's going on in our life or, or what we feel. But the, the problem is we don't have a balance. And if some of us don't, we go with so many complaints. But we don't go with enough praise. How many times do you sing a song? 
How many times do you just sit there and you just praise him for what he's done? No asking, but just praising him for what he's done. And what happens is some of us get so caught up on me, 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 me. How about Jesus? We got to start being Jesus focused and not material focused. We got to stop putting so many complaints in the complaint box and start praising and lifting our hands. When we lift our hands up, we show that we're surrendering. We show that we are we are surrendering our life to him. And that everything we're going through, that we know he's going to see us through. So today, if you have a problem with complaining and no praise, start praising him. Start thanking him. Start giving him what's due to him. Because that's what's holding up some of our blessings because we don't praise him. You don't have to jump and shout. Someone might say, well, I'm not a jumper. I'm not a shouter. Some people are like, well, I dance. I dance. I don't dance. I shout. I sing. I cannot sing. I think I've sung in this podcast a couple of times. I cannot sing. But when I praise God, I turn into Whitney Houston. I am singing. I am singing praises to God. I forget who I'm around. I forget who can hear me. I forget because I don't care if you can hear me. I don't care if my voice sounds terrible. Because the only thing I care about is if God can hear me and it sounds good. My mama always said, Lou, when you sing, your singing might be terrible. But when God hears it, he loves it. I don't care if someone doesn't like my voice. I'd be at work washing dishes or sweeping the floor. I'd be just as singing praises to God because I know he gave me strength in my body. And not knowing there did it. I know who he brought, what he brought me from and who I was to what I am now. And I'm going to give him praise for it. We got to start giving God praise for what he's done. Praise for what he's going to do. Because he's the only one that's going to bring us through. Hope you all enjoyed this devotional. I did. It stirred me up where I want to give more praises to God. I even sing in my car. I'd be driving places. I'd be singing. Can't sing a lick. I promise you, if you hear me, you'd be like, goodness. <laughs> but I sing unto God because I know he loves it. And it's my way of showing him that I love him. And it's a song that says, it's a praise on the inside that I just can't keep to myself. How I stir it up from the depths of my soul. Excuse me if I seem a little giddy and maybe even strange, but praise is what I give to say thanks. Yes, I love that song. Woo, I love that song. I'm probably playing in a minute. I love that song. But remember, Jesus loves you. Remember, I love you too. Remember to give him praise daily. Thank you.